Deepak Chopra. What the hell is this timing? <laughs> that is a glove for me cleaning the bathrooms. I just wanted to point that out. Entrepreneurship, um, where you're never too good to clean a toilet. Well, welcome back, little villagers. <laughs> the village of villages. <laughs> How's everything? It is so humid over here that my shirt is already dripping and I've only been in it about an hour. I feel like I'm in Florida. Is <laughs> <laughs> it like 5.30 in the morning? Good Lord. Uh, 5.40, yes. But I was up at about 2. Get my daughter and her dog living in the house right now while her house is being fixed. So full house. Yes. <laughs> that should be awesome. So what goes? Tell me about your country these days. What's going on over there? Oh, we just had our election results on Sunday, I guess. Yeah. No, it was on. And so the Congress Party won, which is like our version of uh, of the Democrats would be my guess. Right. Oh wow. So so Modi's party took a hit. Mm-hmm. Now, is that in the whole country or area of the country? How's that work? This would be just this particular state in southern India. Wow. Okay. So did the whole, I, I guess what I need to know for American listeners is, so we, we all know who Modi is. Yeah. And then his his party swept in, right? I think is usually oh, the yes. term. And, uh, and so now this is would be showing signs of that cracking. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? Yeah. That would be a fair wow. assessment. Wow. So now he's going to be in your state all the time. Oh, yeah. Considering that he's looking for his third term. So uh, prime ministers here get three terms of five years. Wow. And I'm pretty sure, I'm not sure how far this is true, but I think they were planning to amend that law so that they can have another term or something. Nonsense. Oh, well, of course. You know course. what? The, you know the sign. <laughs> yeah. What we suffer from over here is every single thing that the Republicans are doing in Oklahoma now the Democrats used to do. So there's no recourse. They go, well, you guys used to do it. And you're like, well, it's not you guys. That was 70 years ago. But yeah, that's how they get away with everything. And so when, when people like his party are doing that or trying to change it, it'll be okay for the next person to do it that's that's where it starts to suck well so what does that what does that do so then you've got one a different national party so you're california technically it'll be like right like a nuisance situation here huh but karnataka especially because of bangalore it's kind of Mm -hmm. very liberal compared to other like northern states right which way and so what what are your main issues there that would have changed people from uh, voting his party to another party? They This has been like the first time that the BJP, which is his party, has been uh-huh. in this state. And I think most of people's concerns are prices going up, inflation. Right. As if they have anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I find I stuff like that astounding. Ours is um, gas prices generally is really what gets people motivated. And you go, okay, so you know Democrats are not in charge of oil companies. Thanks, so Biden. Why? <laughs> Changing right, right. the gas price. <laughs> right. But as, as you and I both well know in politics, you just use whatever you can to create a wedge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have, uh, 
We wow, that's I think there was a lot of corruption or reported cases of I guess yeah. it's still under investigation, but there were allegations of corruption in that government. So isn't isn't that every government though? I think it is everywhere in the world. Right. There is not I, I, Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen an election cycle where that wasn't a deal. And I always wonder, you know, because it's the easiest one to throw out because you don't really have to prove it. Mm-hmm. You know, so the the grain of sand theory is is what everybody uses over here. So there's enough of a truth in something where people go, oh, okay, and and then they buy in. Then you can say whatever shit you want to afterwards. Uh, I've got a political enemy of mine that put out uh, like three second snippet of a twenty minute interview. Uh-huh. where it appears that I'm laughing about the people dying in our jail. Now, anyone who knows me knows that would not be true, right? Seriously? Yeah. yeah. But, you know, he cut the right three seconds. I wasn't even speaking. It was a reaction shot. So for those of you listening, a reaction shot is when you shoot the person who's not speaking. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I did laugh because I was uncomfortable. We were talking about how crazy and predictable it was. And he goes... I should do a deal on uh, the death of the week there, you know, call it uh, who guess who died in the jail this week. And I uncomfortably laughed, but that's, that is the grain of truth theory. So the word was there. I did laugh. It looked, you know, but if he, if he was really popular, I'd be concerned, but the whole 12 people who saw it, I'm not really worried about but, <laughs> <laughs> 12 people that are going to discuss this in their group on facebook and be oh, like yeah. yeah i think we're writing a tidal wave <laughs> that's right and of the 12 only six vote probably would be mm-hmm. my guess so it's it's a it's a little tricky but i would say so on his <clears throat> on pricing you go yeah you know inflation i mean obviously everywhere in the world has inflation i mean mm-hmm. and, and it isn't you guys are you guys aren't unique china's not unique um you know so they can price fix them do I, think I think it's a country's stupid ego where they think we are special. So yeah, is affecting just us. It's like the stupid politicians that use the term the Great British Public, which I've always had a problem yeah. with. It was called Great Britain only because it was right. slightly bigger than a tiny part <laughs> of France. <laughs> <laughs> and there's only one particular type of politician who would use that and it's still be oh, yeah. that one particular arsehole that goes like of course we're great we won't take yeah. shit from anybody <laughs> no you're the ah. most idiotic public that goes for this stupid take <laughs> well yeah i mean hey look at look at what what uh, boris johnson was able to get in over there i mean and just flagrant lies and and now you hear the British public go, oh my God, those were flagrant lies. And you go, yeah, you guys are too old of a government to fall for this stuff. Like, yeah. you know, if you're new and newly, you, you guys are newly prosperous. You used to be prosperous. Somebody came along, had a gang fight with you and stole all your shit. And now you're newly prosperous again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I yeah, because, you know, you probably didn't have to deal with money issues for a long time. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody else was always stealing it. So, you know, you're trying <laughs> to find some food. It's it's crazy. It's crazy to think about that internationally. I don't know, um, you know, from your perspective, you guys are the raw goods of so many items. Yeah. But there are some things you probably have to bring in. So has labor costs gone up there like they have here? They have. 
But yeah. to, for me, it's more of a positive thing for the sole reason that there are still people who live like on a dollar a day. Right. But wow. that's the weird part about the country, right? But the average right. standard of living has improved. But this goes right. back to the other thing I was telling you about, where the average debt per person carries has also increased. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, everybody gets used to that. So here um, in the 1980s is when the probably the least wealth disparity was. So rich people and poor people were probably closer together than they'd been in a long time. And mostly because of unions and unions had negotiated contracts. Um, that it, my, my dad would have said, cause I worked a union job back then. So you just weren't that worth that much money. Yeah. And so since then there's been a, a direct attack on getting rid of those. So there's, you know, you personally have to bargain for your thing because collective bargaining, you get somebody who's an excellent person at bargaining does the job. If you go in, you don't know how to bargain, you know, a, a country where you bargain every day, but here we don't, you see a price, you either pay it or you don't pay it, move on. I'm actually not allowed to bargain with anybody because even my friends just look at me and they're like, don't even open your mouth. I don't want them hearing you. <laughs> <laughs> the price automatically goes up. If uh -huh. you start speaking. <laughs> I could, I could see that. I, you know, it's it's just an interesting thing to see. I, I like watching the dynamic of watching India grow, knowing kind of, you know, everybody kind of knows in advance what's coming, where the icebergs are, but it's really hard to to steer away from them if you're in charge. And, you know, yeah. and Modi's got to keep people interested in him, not in the other guy. Or yeah. down. So that's it's tricky, really man. So how does that directly so when do you when do you switch power? Do you know what the what the changeover month is or anything? Mm. Ours is usually January. I don't know if you remember something about January sixth, but most people know that date anymore. What are you talking about? <laughs> it was a barbecue. <laughs> so this will be the clip that that guy steals right here and, and puts out and says I know. <laughs> Jeez, <this> is, <laughs> don't take this out of context, ourselves. <laughs> exactly. When do they so, get born into Power. Would... Yeah, my guess is it's got to be September or something. Usually, you get a couple of months. Or what do we? Is it is it in the middle of summer? Well, we'll see. It would be the. It seems like it's the middle of summer, right? Yeah. See, and all I think is that would be hot over here. But it's hot <laughs> over there. All the time. I'm gonna say I really don't need it to be exact. Just give me a. <laughs> oh, May 18th. That's pretty oh, wow. big, isn't it? It's hey, like, that's great. I, like a five-day time to transition. Ugh. Wow, nice. So once that happens, God, this year, you should be one of the people that goes and sees how that works, if you can, timing-wise. I know you're busy, but mm -hmm. you know, if you, finding out how government really works lets you know that it's not that hard to be in government. Yep. You know, when I go down to the state, I just sit there and go, you know, I'm not sure there are that many people smarter than me. And I never felt that kind of confidence in my early life. I really, you know, I knew I could speak better than most people. I knew I knew how to do TV better than most people, radio better than most people. Um, but, you know, I was, I was worried about making money. I wasn't worried about being in government. I didn't realize you could make money in government. <laughs> That's what I was missing. Jeez. But um, once you start seeing how it really works, mm -hmm. a person of average intelligence could do pretty well. So that's what they yeah. say, right? When I think it was when 
George Bush took power was yeah. the first time when the average American thought, yeah, I could be president. Oh, I could do that. And then Obama showed up and they were like, okay, maybe I can't do it. And then Trump right. showed up and they were like, fuck yeah, I can. <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> there, that is valid. So what people, the sell on George Bush, somewhere or another, they got this line out there. He's the kind of guy you could sit down and have a beer with. That literally was the sell. That was the soft sell to everybody. Now, the deal was he was alcoholic and didn't drink. Oh, I did. That's the irony. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He evidently hit it a little too hard when he was younger. Hey, you know, I don't hold it against anybody. But um, when he was younger and and was like, no, not doing this and quit. That was was straight up Supreme Court material now. Right. Oh, God. Have an office. Right. I like beer. Yeah. When I heard Kavanaugh yelling that he liked beer, I'm like, this might be a little too much. Interesting. I think Matt Damon played him on SNL. Yeah. There is one potion of that that Matt Damon says, I'm a kegs cough full kind of guy. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Well, you know, I I, I hope you guys have a better run at stuff than we've had on that because the there is a loss of faith in the Supreme Court in this country that I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so weird. Like the only guy who's running against Modi, they kind of had like an old defamation case where that guy yeah. said something about Modi and yeah. Gujarat, which is the state where Modi is from, the judge there mm-hmm. sentenced his op- opposing leader to two years in prison for defamation. Get out! So basically, they removed his parliamentary seat, and they're fighting that in court to keep him out of jail. Wow. That doesn't sound like a democracy that I'm describing, does it? (laughs) No. Wow. Jeez, well, Venezuela will be watching that to see if they can continue to use it. (laughs) Yeah, you get get into places... Look, I'm... I am no longer a braggart American, and I don't think, you know, where I go, oh, that would never happen here. (laughs) Everything I thought never was going to happen here, I've watched in the last four years happen, you know, like like a train wreck. What I tell fellow Indians all the time is, dude, it's happening in every damn country. It's just that they do it in English or another language that you don't know, so you think uh, the foreigners run things brilliantly. (laughs) Right. Well, so, so I'll, I'll give you my take on this. Um, what I have figured out is the average person that works at our state house is not from the two major cities. Um, mm-hmm. They are from a rural area, and there are no jobs in that rural area that pay what it pays to be a politician up here. And they get what's called per diem. They get money per day. They're never going to be able to go back home and do as well as they do up here. So they will literally sell anybody down the river. Not, And when I say they, not every one of them. You know, there's this snippet that'll be cut again. Um, not every one of them. But there's a lot of people there that really don't care whether they screw everybody over. And we have term limits, so you only get to do it for about eight years. Mm-hmm. But then you need a cushy job and stay up in the city. So you really sell everybody out the seventh and eighth year. Yeah, because you're trying to plan you need a job. time out of office. Right. <laughs> right. And so you really want to give that some thought. And I don't know how that works with you guys. But here, 
you know, those are the people that I make sure I make it public that that's what they're doing. So mm-hmm. their friends back home see it. But, you know, if they're never moving back home, they don't care. Yeah. Once they come yeah. to the city, they're like, yeah, screw the people. Uh-huh. Particular constituents who voted yeah. me in or whatever the hell happened. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. It's an interesting take. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I would agree with you. Everybody thinks that other countries are run well. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I've and, and then you roll around to find out the details and you mostly the same complaints are happening most places. The uh, yeah. Crazy. Oh well. I, I always think of it I think of it as us trying to do the best we can with a population this big. I don't even know what the solution or how how do you govern something this big? <laughs> Has it ever been I don't I don't history? <laughs> I don't have any idea because you know you 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 think I mean, 150 years ago, weren't you with the population you have right now was probably the whole world's population. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, the the basic thing of, you know, what did the Romans do? Their first thing was, um, let's let's get everybody to go to the bathroom in the same place. Let's get some running water that's clean. Mm-hmm. You know, all you're, you're just trying to fight disease, essentially. Yeah. And if you start with those small things, I mean, outside of there. How does everything go? I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I can't fathom that. I'm only in charge of 10,000 people. <laughs> yeah. That's, and that's hard enough. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, and you multiply that by, um, God knows what would that be? Am I multiplying that, multiplying that by Try a million seven <laughs> each person? Isn't it weird that there are the elections um, that took place? Uh, 63 million was the voter roll for Karnataka, this mm-hmm. state. And right. it was a 73% turnout. God, that's astounding. Is that is that is that real or not? Considering how I saw it being done, like even... Yeah. So here, when you vote, they put like this non-removable ink on your finger as a mark that you oh, could. What? Cool. It fades in like a week or two or something like that. Eh? Right. Everybody right from the maid to the waiter to everybody that I saw had that mark. And they just kept nice. looking at me like, look at this fucking lazy asshole who hasn't voted. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's checking it. He's a foreigner. God dang it. You heard him talk. <laughs> wow. That's why they do that ink mark. Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought it was to identify who voted so you could kill them, like in some of the <laughs> Middle Eastern countries. Well, that's, bit, hey, that's good to hear. The nice part about it is that voting day is a, like a statewide holiday. And yeah. they basically shut down all the bars and I think even restaurants. Uh, bars are shut on like both the days of voting. Like wow. the day before and the day off. That's smart. The day they announce right. the results, the bars are again shut. It's oh, so you can't get drunk and riot? Uh huh. Wow, that's pretty smart. Yeah. Hey, so we used to do no alcohol on election days. Now that has switched. Mm-hmm. Um, but we used to also have no alcohol in the entire state, and now we have weed and alcohol and gambling and you know everything that at one time they didn't have. Um, I. We, I would like to see a federal holiday on election day, but Americans, so that what I would say on this, and I got I to gotta think it through as you go, 
we don't usually have enough struggle to have to worry about voting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so this would roll back around circularly to where you guys are on credit. Mm-hmm. So whenever we don't have money, we have enough credit to stretch us until we have more money. Yeah. And you guys are going to get to that position, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. And until we have borrowed all we can borrow and don't make enough money, that's probably when they'll get interested in elections and the rules will all have changed. Yeah. Because they, they change them constantly. So here, if you don't vote in two elections, your name is kicked off the rolls, of which that makes sense to a point. Yeah. Except the rotation of when people are angry enough to vote is three election cycles. So somebody thought it through. And and that's the that's the thing. It's the nefarious nature of all that stuff. And I would be interested in just a state council meeting or a city council meeting, how you would feel about what it was like over there. That's what I, that's what I'd like to see. I'd like to see you to go to one of those. I wonder if even the I'm not even sure if the general public is allowed into one of those buildings. God, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so what are you so doing? We can go to all of million decide to show up. <laughs> yeah, well, you you have a revolution, is what that is called. Uh-huh. Sixty-three million people show up. You're in, you've done something terrible. Um. So yeah, guys, that's that's interesting. Well, you'll get to see it firsthand as this changes over. Um. What? I, and then I'd go back to this one thing. Hey, if, if people are interested, go run for office. Why not? Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, why not? We have a new lady on our council and she really doesn't understand how it works. And it'll take her about a month or two months of asking strange questions. And like, we know they're going to ask strange questions. And what you want to do is not look surprised. You know what I mean? And then go, well, the reason we, so we had somebody, we had to appoint to a seat and you actually know the person. It was David Glover. And we had to appoint him to a seat because the seat was vacant. And you want somebody with building knowledge, architecture knowledge, It's the planning commission, the most boring job on earth. Plus nobody wants to do it. Yeah. And the new, the new lady was like, well, why does he get to do it? And you go, Hey, if you've got somebody, bring them, you know, we're Mm -hmm. not against you bringing anybody, just bring in a resume. So we've got something to look at before we vote on. Hey, David is one of the sharpest people that I've. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I would wholeheartedly agree, but she doesn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're like, well, they're just getting their friends. And you go, no, smartest friend. I, I, I do. I will say my smartest friends. But <laughs> <laughs> it isn't because he's my friend. I don't want a friend on the planning commission. Mm-hmm. But it's the thought of, once again, grain of truth. It's the, well, there could be corruption there. And you go, yes, there could, but I'm not a builder. And nobody up here are builders, so there's nothing for us. See, if we were actually yeah. those kind of crooks, we would have set up a construction company, then called. Oh, God, yeah. Been like, hi, David, I need you to be appointed. Yes. <laughs> right. Like, just tell them that we're used to better class of criminals. We wouldn't even right. be excited. <laughs> That's what you decided to say about me? You surely did not do your homework, because there's so much better stuff over here. <laughs> that's why i always tell people you don't need to make anything up about me i'll give you stuff you just mm-hmm. but you know no need to lie let's do your homework so, accuse yeah. me of some clever shit come on <laughs> right i want to use i want to say that's classy like classy with a k when you mm-hmm. insult me my man <laughs> I was actually, um, i'm trying to think of what else we got going on over here other than rain so we have like monsoon rains my friend which we have never experienced here so 
I had to go out yesterday and shoot pictures of the flooded roads and tell people not to drive on them. Yeah, I did see that video and right. the video yeah, looked I mean, like you could go kayaking. <laughs> well, so you know what it reminded me of? You sent me one from Bangalore when you guys were getting the reins of the guy on the motorcycle in like three mm -hmm. feet of water. So I am not going to drive into two feet of water to take some video. I will shoot somebody else doing it, but uh -huh. I am not going to do it. But you just go, it'll all be over in two hours, which it was. It, the rain stopped while I was out there. Two hours later, nothing was wrong. All the water had passed. Yeah, and we're just not. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the world is going to change if we don't change our behavior. So yeah, too late. They're <laughs> right. like, we need. We need bigger sewers, and you go, bigger sewers can't do anything about six inches of rain in an hour. They, mm -hmm. <laughs> they just, they're not designed for that. The whole exactly. place would have to be a sewer. Like, uh, if it was, like, a constant drizzle, like how a monsoons used to be, and not to rain yeah. thunderstorms that start at five in the evening when people are getting out of work, and we're moving, oh, yeah. what, 12 million people in this stupid city? Right. It ends wow. up with traffic jams and flooded yeah. cars and all of that shit. Plus, a lot of these builders here, they've kind of uh, filled in old lakes. Because I told you, this used to right. be a modern city. They've filled up old wow. lakes and they've built like these huge multi-story apartments. So uh, nothing gets flooded first, which I am super right. happy about most of the times. Because I'm like, yeah, you <laughs> idiots. So didn't you read any <laughs> of the documents or anything about this damn city before you bought this right. plat? <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's called a, it's called a plat. Um, and a plat shows you where the ground is lowest. Mm -hmm. So people will buy, they'll be like, well, why is the street always flooded? We fixed the street. And you go, you fixed the street, but you didn't fix the fact that it's the lowest point in the city. All water flows downhill. And then they go, but why is it flooded? And they go, oh, God. All right, here we go again. So all water flows downhill. And then, you know, it all just ends up in a big old trench. I mean, but so with you guys, so if those were former lakes, that's mm -hmm. a pond. Exactly. I mean, gotta be worried about eventually those ones tilting over on you a little bit. Oh, wow. I'm pretty sure something has crumpled or collapsed during the last year's monsoons. Right. Yeah, because those were crazy. Yeah. So, But, you know, I, I will honestly tell you over here, people are just unconcerned about changing their behavior. So I, I, once again, how bad does that have to get? You know, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I'm puzzled by stuff like that because, as, you know, my dad was a farmer. So, mm -hmm. you know, you take care of your land first. You've got to grow stuff on it next year. And you've got to grow stuff on it the year after. Yeah. I mean, don't screw your land up. You're not going to have any food. <laughs> <laughs> and you can be poor and still grow food. But you, you can't be rich and have no food. I know. That's the weird part. I always wonder, like, when this city is flooded, like, for three or four days, some of those people are, like, displaced yeah. from their houses. Their cars are underwater. Like, I'll send you yeah. this video where this uh, fancy-ass uh, apartment, like, there, uh, there's, like, a Ferrari, a Lamborghini. Oh, no. Just floating in the basement. And I'm like, first of all, which idiot bought this stupid car here on these roads? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, where are you going to go? What are you going to do? It's it's right. literally like a status symbol. There's nothing you can do with those cars yet. Wow. Yeah. Well, May oh. Avenue, same thing here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's like having a uh, supermodel for a girlfriend. Right. Yeah. 
That's what I call people. Fun to look at, but you can't drive, right? Yeah, <laughs> useful in certain places. Otherwise, just a useless piece of shit in other instances. That, <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. That is hilarious. So where does that go from here? What options do you see for yourself in that kind of a situation? Since you're not, I, you weren't a political person until you got here, right? Mm, not really. Never yeah. was. I think it's all your right. student influence. <laughs> well, I, I think the thing is, though, but you also were able to see us get stuff done. I mean, that's, so what I look at as I go, do I change the state, you know, in a matter of time? No. Do I keep terrible things from happening? Yes. Yeah. And if that's the only thing you get to accomplish, you know, is that what you want to be part of? And I'd say that to the average citizen who goes, dude, I have to work and make a house payment. I, I don't have time for this. And you go, oh, I don't know if you don't have time to not have time. Because <laughs> that's exactly what they're looking for is the person who works too much just trying to keep their head above water. Because yeah. they're going to drown you up to here. <laughs> um, and so I don't have, I never have regrets for getting involved in it. Mm -hmm. I do. I do have regrets for the astronomical amount of enemies I have made this past couple of years oh, because I'm dealing with much more difficult circumstances. Mm -hmm. So um, do we have enough time for me to give you an example on this one? We still have seven minutes. OK, let me let me talk to you about our, our county jail. I don't know what your jails are like over there, but I'm guessing with the amount of people, your jails probably aren't that great. Mm -mm. Is that oh, fair? Terrible. Yeah, terrible. but they probably eat every day. You know, and, and so ours is something straight out of a horror film. Um, the, the people getting killed, raped, the food, the guards are all, not all being, but a lot are being arrested because they're involved in some of the crimes. They smuggle the drugs in and stuff because, you know, that's the only way for it to get in. Usually new prisoners are not usually bringing stuff in. They can one time when they come in. Um so yesterday, our local newspaper, which used to be this crazy right-wing newspaper, did what would, what would be a book to most people. So I read the first article, and I'm like, holy crud, that's the most comprehensive stuff I've ever seen. And it's everything, myself and my group, the People's Council for um, Justice Reform, have mm -hmm. talked about for three years and tried to get through. They covered it all. Yeah. And then there was a whole nother set about living in the jail and stories on it that was about 10 pages long. And then another one on the history of the jail and all this stuff. And so we have changed the perception in this city from brushing it under the rug mm -hmm. to the actual former right-wing newspaper condemning everybody there. So I'm expecting if I don't get the resignations of some of the people on the jail trust today, which we've already had 18 people rotate in and around these chairs because of us. Uh -huh. If we don't get them to quit, I, we're close. Nope. And I literally yesterday went, man, that is, that is mind boggling. And that is due to six people with, not all six of us, I believe have degrees, but maybe, maybe four or five of us do um, using our talents, you know, three or four days a month to go attack these folks, trying to make it just, it's a better place because, you know, look, if you treat somebody like a like a, like a dog in prison, they're mm -hmm. eventually coming out and they live down the street from you. Oh, yeah. And how are they going to act if you treated them like a dog? They're going to act like a dog. Mm -hmm. And so my thought is just for a better society down the line, if we need to lock them up, let's lock them up. But there's no need for torture because okay. we need them to eventually be around our families and not do something terrible. Mm hmm. 
long-term consequences. So did I, did I, did I over-explain that, Deepak? Oh, no, 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 that's perfect. Years wow. ago, when you first started this um, yeah. jail thing, what was it? I was still uh, there, right? And you used to tell me that this is what you're trying to do. And right. I remember the first time Alex and Johnny asked me, what's Sean up to? And I was like, I do not know why, but he, this is the weird <laughs> hill he's decided to die on. Just leave him alone. Y'all can help him, help him. <laughs> well, here's here's what I will tell you about the whole thing. So, um, I, so white people, if they go to jail, never tell anybody that they went to jail. So the horrors never get taken care of here in America because the people that will talk about it are black or brown. And then the whites look at him and go, well, you must've deserved to be there, even though their kid was there. So what brought all this on is my oldest son, super nice kid, really pretty sweet, got caught with a weed pipe, like a marijuana pipe. No wow. marijuana, just the pipe. Yeah. And he was graduating from high school that year. And uh, he didn't end up having to spend any time in jail because we we're reasonably well off and his mother is very well off. So lawyers, courts, all this other stuff. But it, by the end of it, we spent somewhere in the range of about $3,000, which doesn't sound like a lot to you or I, mm -hmm. but to somebody that's black or brown in America that doesn't have any money, they would have just been sitting in that jail for six months waiting to go to court over not even pot. A mm -hmm. pipe. The empty pipe. Now, <laughs> was I disappointed he had a pipe? My God, yeah, you just go, why don't you throw it? Why don't you step on it? It's clay. I mean, get rid of it. And he's like, well, it was a friend of mine, and, you know, it was really nice, and I didn't want to ruin it. And I'm like, that's going to be thousands of dollars for this $12 clay pipe. <laughs> but that's what that's what honestly started it, was that. It isn't my criminal-ass brother. He deserves to be in prison whenever he goes. Hey, but this is my bad about your criminal brother. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was like my best friend at that wedding in Kansas City. Because <laughs> oh, he was setting you up for a con. Yeah, anybody he's friendly was getting ready to get robbed. Here's the, here's the thing. I don't necessarily have anything against that criminal-ass brother. I just don't like to be related to him because he uses my name to mm. get in places. And to have people think he's legitimate and on the up and up. That's that's all that is. And and look, I'm the first person to tell you he is um, he's got some mental issues and really should be locked up, not locked up permanently, but should be locked up because he does bad things. Um, he, you know, he doesn't necessarily harm humans, but he just can't spend a legal day. He just he just can't do it. And uh, but comparing that to a kid that yeah. literally had a pot pipe and putting him into a maximum secure facility where there are literally rapist murderers, gang members, all this other stuff. And sometimes you got to worry more about the people that are in guard, that there are guards there. I mean, that's what sucks. That's what we're dealing with. And, and you, my guess may have the same problem over there, mm -hmm. but you know, people will just shrug and go, Hey, well, don't go to jail. And you go, what well, is a pot yeah. pipe really the reason to be in jail? Yeah. I'm totally on the same page with you on that. Yeah. But the thing is that I think here, they think about the person that's earning less than a dollar a day. What scope do yeah. they have if they get caught by the police? What the fuck are they going Nothing. to do there? Mm -hmm. Well, so, so literacy, believe it or not, the single biggest problem in jail is education. Mm -hmm. It isn't what anybody thinks. For one, that people can't read the paperwork that comes in. Yeah. So they don't even know what's happening.